oh my god, they didn't know that. How could they know that? So therefore, it must not be their imagination. But then if it's not their imagination, what is it? You see how you're faced with the dilemma of going with the learned response, which is, you know, what everybody tends to accept, versus going with what feels right or what you're feeling is right. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Strap yourselves in, grab that cuppa or get comfy, whatever you're going to do, because today, boy, oh boy, we're going to go through a little bit. Now, this this one could be a little heavy on the mind because there's a bit to cover, but I'll do my best. But hey, look, the great thing is you can press pause, take a break, rewind if you don't understand it. That's what I love about this particular kind of medium you have a lot more power and control. So it's okay. But yeah, so this one's really kind of come up because it is something that uh, has recently come up and it's a common question and it's just, you know, raised its head once again because uh, some members going through it is we come down to it because a big thing that in the inner power community and as a member is we definitely go through the, the motions of working out and developing and working on, number one, your intuition, And of course, then also you're working with your guides and taking that connection and energy that little bit further and a little bit deeper, so to speak. But it always raises the question because, and it's it's a fair one too, to be, to be honest, is where people go, so, but you know, what's the real difference? And then what's really interesting is then another lovely follower of ours came up with going, well, then if we've got the intuition and we've got the guides then what are instincts? And I'm like, oh, I love this. I love this. So it's just like, so here we are. And this is the three of them. This is the instincts versus intuitions versus guides. And uh, we're going to get into this and we're going to break this down. And I really do hope that by the end of this particular episode, you'll have a clearer understanding or even just a little bit more knowledge about each one and how they kind of are different. So it's one of those things. But see, if I was teaching this in person or live, that teacher part of me, because, you know, uh, I'm a teacher by trade, it's a habit that dies hard or, you know, technically doesn't die at all. But when I'm there, and if I was doing this, I would be asking you up front right now, like I'd give you a couple of minutes to formulate and come up with your own answers to that particular question. And as I'm talking, I mean, I want to encourage you to do that. So what are your thoughts? What are your opinions and answers regarding to what is the difference? What is the difference between instincts, intuition, and guides? Think about that for a second, because a lot of these things, and it always amazes me, like we kind of know within ourselves and we know the difference But when it comes to explaining it to someone or articulating it to someone else, we can get a little bit tongue-tied or realize we don't know how to do that. But always find if, if if you do know the words or you do know how to explain the difference, then you're going to have a much stronger and clearer understanding 
of those very abilities. And that in itself strengthens them. And that's my personal opinion, but because it does, because you can learn to decipher which one you're using. And it's a great thing. We're just going to be breaking them down and we're going to be separating them here and just really helping you to clarify which one's which. And we're just going to go through one by one. Okay, so let's get into it. Instincts, what are they? This is the simple, the simplest way to put this is I always come back to it is a natural aspect of our behavior. It is automatic and it's usually bases in our survival mechanisms. You know, there's a part of our brain and there's a hypothalamus. It's our survival part of the brain. That's the one thing, as much as it sits there in the center and the lower part, but like, it got us here. Uh, we've got to be very thankful, <laughs> very, very thankful to that particular part of our brain because it has got us this far. It's allowed us to get to this point. It's what's helped us as a species to survive and get to this very, very point. But yeah, so they're the innate behaviors. These instincts are like when you uh, might be climbing a mountain or on the edge of a cliff or you know, saying to yourself, don't jump or don't lean too far over. They're those kind of instincts. Other instincts could very well be more around if you touch a hot plate or a fire and it burns you, ah, that hurts. And all of a sudden, that becomes ingrained in you and that becomes an instinct. So next time you'll see fire or if you did it on a hot plate or maybe the oven, you're going to just be that little bit more wary and your instincts are telling you, this is hot, let's just be a bit careful here. So it becomes an innate behavior. And it's a response mechanism. That's why it's more survival. And again, when we start to use the phrase, the phrases that go with instincts, when we talk about instincts, you tend to find they go, oh, they've got really great natural instincts, hence natural, or they're great. They're, that person's got fantastic survival instincts. And you could be talking about Bear grills, you know, and stuff like that. So it's like, that's, it's more natural and it's more innate. So that, that's where instincts come from. Now, instincts can lead you a little bit further, but the whole thing is they're more responsive and they're far more reactive. They're kind of leading that. Now, what the beautiful thing is, you've got to take us back. You know, let's take us back to cavemen days when we we're just you know, maybe getting brave enough to step outside the cave and start exploring a little bit more. You know, we had to face that. So those natural instincts were there to help us survive. But then all of a sudden we started to get a bit more bold. Now, the next step or the natural evolution of the instincts really is the intuition. It's kind of like the next layer up. And uh, this is where we start to, uh, it starts to get a little bit murky because it's like, oh, how do we really explain this? But once you understand the chain here, it does help put it into place a little bit more. So if you understand like your instincts and your natural instincts, your intuition is like another level of that. And it's a more evolved version of that. You have those natural things because your intuition is a natural inclination. And it's a natural inclination towards a behavioral pattern over a learned response. Okay, so that's just one facet of it. And we're just looking at it like if we're building on top of the instincts, you can see there. So intuition will tell you to do this rather than, hey, I should do this. For example, like you may have had it where driving is always a good one because most of us do drive. So, but if you have a think about it, like, you know, you might be driving and you go, you might come across a situation and you kind of go, I'm not 100% sure 
that I should do this or continue along this road because it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel safe. So therefore, you're going, should I or shouldn't I? Now, see how that, that's not a natural instinct. It's you're leaning towards a behavior, and that behavior is about more for your safety and well-being. So therefore, you might decide, I, I'm going to take the next exit because I just don't want to, I don't want to risk it. But as you lean more into that, what's fascinating is that it's not just an instinct. There's something about you that pushes you because you might go the road ahead of you that you're, you're originally taking might be the quickest and get you there the fastest, you know. But then all of a sudden you're like, but it is, but your safety and well-being. So in that moment, you're having to weigh things up and you could still override that instinct, but then you might lean into that a little bit more. And then all of a sudden you go, no, 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 it feels right. It feels good to do this and get off at the next exit. And so therefore you're leaning towards that. And that's mean, this is what I mean. It's a natural inclination or it's a, a leaning towards a behavior. Okay. So like I said, it's not just a reactionary thing. You're not just kind of like a reaction is like, oh, crash ahead. People putting on their brakes, you put on the brakes. That's instinctual, all right? That's because you'll do it because that's safety, right? But this is different. When you're more presented with the choice or the option, then you're leaning towards more the learned response and because you have to work with it and you're weighing up the options in your mind. So therefore, it's not just an instinct and it's not just an immediate response, but you're leaning towards behavior. And that's an important aspect there as well. Now, just another example on that, okay? Or we just will work on this because this is another big one. It really happens a lot in, in the field and the area of, of work that we're in, and it could very well have happened to you. You might have experienced it on either side, but regardless. So it's a, where this also comes in is I find when a lot of parents come to me and they want to ask and talk about their kids and you know, kids are, uh, I love kids and kids are so natural. You know, they, they've they got a, a beautiful connection and an affinity with the spirit world and the energy there. They just see it for what it is. They're completely innocent, uncorrupted, and they, they just believe and see it for what it is. It's very untainted. And when you see them connecting that, it's just absolutely magic. But what's interesting is because over time and as adults, obviously we get taught it's not real or this is, you know, fake or whatever else. Okay. And we take that on board. That's a, you know, we take that learned behavior and response on board of it's not real. It's your imagination. You know, what are you doing? Don't do that. So it's really interesting. But what's fascinating is a lot of parents come up to me and say, you know, hey, Pete, I've got my five, six-year-old and they, they're telling me that they're seeing somebody in their room. And I'm like, okay. And for me, that's very normal. I'm like, okay, cool. But then they kind of go on a little bit further and go, but this, it's really interesting because they've only just like started and they're talking and then they're telling me that who, like, this is what they look like. This is how they speak and possibly what this is their name. And then the parent says to me, that's just like, but when they said it was this person, they didn't know that person. That person passed before they was born, but they've described them exactly what they look like, but they've never seen a photo or video of them. All right. So in that moment, our whole belief system gets a little bit challenged. Now, what's interesting is the learned response there 
for a lot of people is it's your imagination or it's not real or whatever else. But what's interesting is for a lot of parents, and especially if you've got leaning more towards a connection and belief in this world, what you will find is that your gut is going to tell you, oh my God, they didn't know that. How could they know that? So therefore, it must not be their imagination. But then if it's not their imagination, what is it? You see how you're faced with the dilemma of going with the learned response, which is you know what everybody tends to accept, versus going with what feels right or what you're feeling is right. Does that make sense? Like Because it's a big one where we're faced with that dilemma. But see, you're leaning towards, you start off with the learned response of it can't be real. Maybe they're making this up and I've got to listen to this because it's more than likely they're making this up. But then you listen more and more and more. And as your child keeps talking and the situation, the story gets a bit juicier and all of a sudden there's information there that's really hard to place down to imagination, that feeling inside of you starts to come more and more to the fore. And then your thoughts start to go, but how could that be? So, but if if it's not their imagination and they're getting this information, then is it real? So all of a sudden you're getting these different thoughts and the feelings inside of you start to come up are very different. They're very real. And you're starting now to go towards well, I've got no reason to doubt them because they didn't know that. So therefore, this must be real. So all of a sudden, there's a different choice and your gut and your feelings are telling you to trust and believe what your child is saying. That's a very, very common situation. It is a scenario that I have lost count of how many times I've come across. And it's one of those things. And I always say, like, always come down to the lowest common denominator if They've come with that. That's all well, they're connecting. You know, they're seeing that they're connecting with that loved one. Why overcomplicate it? You know, you don't try and look for it and make it. Happen. But your intuition's telling you, I feel like they're telling the truth. Well, then they're telling the truth. So you're going against a learned response of it's their imagination or it's not real, coming back into yourself of going, but this feels right. This feels more natural to believe them because the evidence and, and the situation is telling me that it is. So that's the biggest difference between the intuition and it's like I said, it's an evolution of your instincts. So you come back to that. So you're coming back to more natural behavioral patterns and inclinations versus learned responses, which we often cop and take on past the age of seven and eight and very much into our adulthood and through teenage years, we take a lot of that on. So that's, that's number one big difference between it as well. Then of course, the big one that we all know is that the intuition we all put down to like it's a gut feeling or it's just thoughts that come to us. And the clear way, and I just want to say this because this may help you, right? Like I said, we're going to break this down so you can, if you ever get asked the question again, this might help you to be able to explain it and say it in a way to makes it clear. So we have those thoughts or like that pop into our head or we have these gut feelings. But what's really interesting is these particular gut feelings and thoughts, they very quickly appear. They appear out of nowhere. It's not like they've developed. It's just, it's a re, it's, it comes to us. It's very, like, it's not even reactionary because sometimes it just boils up and it's, there's nothing to react to. It literally is a very, very quick raise or quick rise in that energy and in that feeling and in those thoughts. But the big difference is when they do come to us and how quickly but they come to us with no understanding and without deeper reasoning. 
that's the difference between more understanding. Like when we have these thoughts, when you have an intuitive thought or you have an intuitive gut feeling, they are thoughts and feelings without a deeper understanding. And it's like, once you know that, you're like, oh, that's such a great way of explaining and understanding it because you don't, there's no, they're not meant to. Intuitive thoughts and feelings are not meant to have a deeper understanding. They are there to let you know what is good for you, right? Now, this is also another big one, which we'll get to in a second, but another key difference for your intuition is that it can be, and it is, it's your ability to know something directly. If I didn't have this or trust this, I'd be out of a job. But it is, it's like this whole ability to know something directly. And I can't, like, I, I do explain it to my staff and some clients. And when I meet people, I explain it in different ways. But you just, there is just sometimes you just kind of go, look, that's what's come to me. I just know what I know. And there's no why. There's no deeper meaning or, you know, like there's no follow on. It's just like, "Mm, that's it. I'm really sorry. That's what I'm getting. And that's for you because it's not for me. It's for them. That's, you know, I don't, I don't need to understand anything deeper, but it's just coming to me and it works for them. But even for ourselves, like when you're having your own time, you just ability to know something directly. Now, another great scenario that we've all experienced at some point or another in our lives, okay? And if you haven't experienced this, you must be living alone on one of those super duper remote lighthouses that I see on Facebook and Instagram from time to time. So unless you're the lighthouse keeper, you would have definitely experienced this at some point in time. But the whole point is, it's like we've all been there. We've walked into a room or we've met someone, we've gone to a function, a party, whatever it may be. And we've gone along and you've met someone new and you have an instant gut feeling or thought about that person. Whatever side of the spectrum it may be, but it just hits you. It's just right there, like whether you shake the hand, but usually it happens after they, you've either shaken their hand or given them a hug or you've heard them speak because you need a bit of an energy exchange. But after that, then it just comes to you and you might go, oh my God, I love this person. I so want to, oh, I can't wait to hang out with them. We've got to connect or, you know, we've got to swap phone numbers. We've got to change business cards, whatever it may be. Or it could be the absolute opposite going, nah, don't like them, don't trust them, don't want anything to do with them ever again. All right. And that's very, very intuitive because it's just the ability you just know. Now, this is what's interesting. Some people go, well, Pete, but even though we have those feelings, that's really like harsh because you're really kind of judging them. Now, what's really interesting, here's a really great and very big point about the difference between intuition, instincts, and guides. With your intuition, I want you to remember this one, right? If nothing else, remember this one. Your intuition, when you're receiving it at the time, is what is true to you, right? It is true for you at that time, and it's not about what is right or wrong. That is pause for effect there, people, because that is huge. Because once you understand that, you see it in a whole different light. You've got to remember when you're receiving these feelings, it's what's true to you or for you at that time. And it's not about whether it's right or wrong. Okay. And that is a massive difference in understanding between instincts, intuition, and guides. 
Now, coming back to that scenario of meeting someone and whether we super duper like them or we don't really like them, or maybe we just want to steer absolutely clear of them. Again, even that situation, we're not judging them and we're not necessarily informing opinion. These feelings literally come up within us and we know it. But that's what our, that feeling is true for us at that point in time. Now, that's not to say that couldn't change over time. But right there in that moment, as you meet them and whatever you experience and whatever you feel and whatever you think right there and then without that deeper understanding or without a deeper meaning, that is your intuition. And it is true to you because your energy and the energy never lies. And that is a key component of what intuition is. And that's why it's a big one. It's what's true to you. And it's not about what's right or wrong. It never is because you can you can be with friends and you could be meeting that same person and your friends like and you're like they're going nah don't like them they're going what do you mean they're awesome I really wanted you to meet oh, da, da. and you, and it's very hard to explain and then your friend because they like them so much and there was this pressure for you to like them as well you might go against your intuition but the thing is just because your friend gets along with them very well doesn't mean they're the right friend for you you see how it's like it's true for you. It's not about what's right or wrong. It's what's true for you. So that's a fundamental difference, and that's a huge one. So I really hope that knowing that and understanding that and hearing that will help you be able to break it down if someone ever asks you again, what's the difference between intuition and guides, all right? So that really breaks down the intuition. And as you can see now, hopefully I've I've laid that out, you can see it as a, a very significant evolution on instincts, all right? Okay, and then, of course, we're, we're going to get on the last one, guides. Right. So guides is awesome because, you know, naturally we're receiving a lot of this information within ourselves, whether it's feelings or whether it's in our mind or our head. So, how do we know it's intuition versus guides? Well, in terms of guides, again, I look at this as we're layering up and we're evolving the energy here. Okay. And working with your guides or connecting with your guides, there is a fundamental difference because all of a sudden you're throwing in a whole different layer of energy. And to put it bluntly, you're really throwing in a personality because your guides have a personality. So you will feel that or you'll sense that. More often than not, the the first inclination of guides is that you may very well hear messages or voices in your head, but it'll be in your voice, right? It will be like, it'll be like you're, you're thinking to yourself, we all hear our own voice in our own head and your guides will quite often use that to start with because you're comfortable with it. It's what you know. And they're just trying to get the message to you. So they give that to you, but it will just be a thought. And you'll find the thought is exactly that. You won't necessarily feel an overwhelming gut sensation, or you won't have a whole bunch of emotions attached to it. It's more like, oh, that's an interesting thought. Or, oh, I wonder why I was thinking that. They're the kind of things when your guide's planting or giving you those subtle nudges in your life. But the other big fundamental difference too is, is then once you kind of start to grow and understand and you're connecting with your guides, your guides is very much an external experience. Okay. Now I just want to explain that because it's a little bit more complicated, a bit more to it, but it just for the ease of explanation here, I just want to simply say it's an external experience because I, for me, we externalize it. Now, the reason why I say this is because I did. I got asked at a live event and it was an awesome question. And I, I I was like, whoa, I've never been asked this before, but it was really relevant. And it was in northern New South Wales. 
and and I remember it was in Lismore, and it was just really really fascinating because uh, so I had done the event and been connecting and channeling and and all the rest of it, and by the end of it, it was I came into the Q and A, <laughs> and this lady puts her hand up and I said, "Yeah, what's your question?" She goes, "So you're hearing all these voices and connecting with all these different so-called people. How do you know you're not schizophrenic?" <laughs> and um. I was like, whoo, that's a really good question. And again, it was beautiful because Spirit just stepped in and said no. And and the, I've had the very beautiful, challenging, and confronting experience of channeling a few schizophrenic uh, souls that had experienced that here. And it's, it's, it's a very, very, that mental health, that's one big advocate for it. It's a tricky space. And when I had channeled them, I, I could feel and sense the different voices in my head. And it was, a, it was a struggle for me. And the person who was there was there as well. And it was a tricky thing. And everything I described to a parent at the time could validate what's going on and the voices in the head at the time, because that's how they used to speak or they're the message they used to pass on. But anyway, so Spirit guided me at the time to answer a question. So it's very fascinating because technically, all of the energy, all of the messages Everything that we receive is going into our mind because that's what it filters through. Like even when we channel, it goes through our mind. Okay. So technically, everything is happening within our mind. But the beautiful thing is with our guides, and once you start to understand it and you work with them a little bit more, what they will do is they will use the part of the mind to simulate, to make it like it is outside or external. And that's why, and they very cleverly do this, and that's why I always say working with your guides, the majority of the time, and like I said, you, you evolve it and work at it, it'll become a far more external experience rather than within you. Like I said, with your intuition, it really just pops up, and it pops up quickly, and it's going to be there without any explanation or without any deeper meaning, and you just, okay, this is what I get, I know, or I'm, I'm getting this feeling. It's very intense. But with your guides as well, like it'll feel more external. It'll feel like you're hearing a whisper or you're hearing this little voice or it'll be an external sensation around your body. Like you can feel a hand on your shoulder or you can feel pressure around your neck or it's a tingle and the goosebumps come around you. So again, it's a more of an external experience when working with your guides. And when it happens, it's more subtle. It's not very, you know, it's from time to time, they'll give you a really big message, but more often than not it will be very, very subtle. And so therefore, you kind of it allows you to process it, it allows you to think it. And with that, it allows you to work out or connect the deeper meaning or message that goes with it. That's a big fundamental difference. You get that and you're going to have time to sit with it. And more often than not, it is messages, whether it is a visual or whether it's going to be audible that is a deeper thing where you can start to get more information and meaning out of the message. Now, if you're receiving a, a visual, for example, like that's mean, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. So there is a, like through one picture or a, a mini movie, you're going to have such wonderful, deep meaning in that. And you can take the time to pull that apart. It's a bigger way that they can pass on more information quickly. But again, you have to train your mind and your brain to get to that space and to be able to work with that. And again, that's just practice. Every, I do believe everybody can work with it, but you know, some people will be better than others, but there's a big fundamental difference there that you can kind of work with. 
It's really, really exciting. And so that's a big difference between them. Now, hopefully by now, you can understand the difference between all three. You know, so we've got the instincts, intuition, and guides. And hopefully now by understanding that, if anybody does ask you or it does pop up, you will know within yourself how to answer that question. And like I said, by being able to answer that question and being able to answer it quite confidently, and that will give you more courage to be braver with what you're experiencing. And of course, it gives you more clarity about what you're experiencing. So on that note, and just to finish off here, I'm going to leave you with your own question. I'd love to hear from you, okay? So uh, once, once this gets to air out there in the big wide world, I'll put out some posts on your good old socials and I'll make sure of it. But the whole thing is, I'd like to ask you two questions, actually. So I want you to answer these ones. Which one do you use or you find you use more? Do you connect more with your intuition or do you connect more with your guides? And the second question, which one, if you could work on one and connect or use to connect more, which one would you prefer to connect with? Your intuition or your guides? So like I said, those questions will be up once this gets out. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from it. And of course, again, if you have any questions, I love hearing from you because, you know, you never know because if you're thinking it, someone else will be thinking it. So never be afraid of asking the question. And by sharing that and me being able to answer that for you, we'll be also helping other people along the way. But yeah, just wanted to say thanks. I really hope this helps and really do look forward to hearing your responses to that. And I look forward to catching you on the next episode.